Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with Mike and Keegan. How's I'm it going? Keegan. Yes, you I are, Keegan. Like, maybe we should say that. We haven't done that in a while. What? What's that? Introduce like, ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> kind of just assume at this point that people are with us. That's true. If you've, if you've just found us, Mike, Nick, and Keegan. What do you want to introduce, like Discord handles or something? Actually, that's not a terrible idea. Um, I'm Mike Cirillo. I go by Ghostwalking on the Discord. You can find me all over over there and not Facebook. (laughs) Uh, I'm Keegan Evans. I go by Metrokin on the Discord. You may have found me uh, there. I'm rarely on Facebook. uh, And uh, you will not get a hold of me if you send me a message there uh, for for weeks at a time. Uh, But uh, I also, uh, you can also find me over at Six Cups of Life. I'm uh, I'm Nick. I am known as NSB2188 on the Discord. Uh, that's why we call I am him Nick. Occasionally, yeah, that's fine. I am occasionally on dis- on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm usually the one that shares the post there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I am I I am too busy to follow the Facebook, and I am too busy to like. Uh, my job doesn't really allow me to like chat on Discord a lot during work hours. So like, yeah. I tend to occasionally I pop in to like either like aggressively argue with somebody or to like show off some tables or something I'm working on. So that's about it. <laughs> My contribution. Yeah, that cool. is us. Yeah. yeah. That is so, us. I, I think, I think we've gotten some new listeners, so that was probably worth doing. Probably. Yeah, I, it's a reasonable assumption that most people figured that out. And it's also uh, nice to, nice to do. Nice to say. Mm-hmm. We also what, don't have a lot of news, so we kind of had to fill that segment this time. Oh come on! We've got we have actual product release literally yesterday. I said not a lot of news. You were you were you were you were the physical and verbal embodiment of we are never satisfied. Uh, oh, that's uh, very <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Now we do I'm have a, we have a release. Din and and the IGs are out now, right? Yeah, that's right. And the special edition Grogu's. And the special edition Grogu's. I got my uh, one. I got my pre-order from. uh, I picked that up yesterday down at my uh, friendly local game store, uh, Game Castle in Santa Clara, and uh, I've got. They're still taped up because I'm. uh, I haven't had time to unbox anything, but uh, Din and IG box. I haven't picked up mine yet um the pre-order didn't get to my lgs till late and i didn't go i had like i got a lot going on a little bit going on in my life yesterday but um yeah i do i do i did manage to acquire someone acquired a uh limited edition grogu for me so i'm not gonna miss out on that um but uh i'm gonna be honest um as excited as i am for din and igs i am very excited for these units um the special edition Grogu uh, bothers me a lot with the way it was distributed. Just yeah. Gonna... So if you're not aware, um, there's a special edition Grogu in an enormous box. It's like <laughs> way too big to justify a single model. I think I said on here that I was, I, I assumed that it, there would be like eight of them in there to support. And a I hobby said or no. Yes. And <laughs> you I'm... were right. <laughs> I, think that's where I, got, I think that's where I got yelled at for being pessimistic. And I said, definitely. I was not. <laughs> It was not yelling, and I might be a little sensitive right now to being accused dad of yelling, told, but I wasn't yelling, but I, I was not yelling. <laughs> Why are mom and dad fighting? Anyway, um, so uh, only only select stores got these special edition Grogu's, and some of them got like 12 of them. 
Um, there's like a few eBay auctions up that have like six plus available. Like it'll say like more than six available, which means that like the manager of the store just pocketed them and put them on eBay, which is thank you like, for, thank you for correcting your original saying, because none of those eBay, um, auctions are from six hub supply. No. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> you don't want to be associated with scalpers. I get it. No, we are not. <laughs> anyway. Um, one of what, like one of my local stores that buys a lot of Legion product did get them in and that's great. And that's how I got one. Um, they were basically, they were giving them out alongside the, if you bought a DIN, you got nice. a, a special Grogu makes sense. Um, yeah. they weren't charged yeah. extra, which is awesome. And that's probably the way it should be. Yeah. But the other local store that also buys Legion product, like they actually buy a lot. Um, mm-hmm. they didn't get any, um, they were told they weren't getting any, and that's kind of a bummer. And I'm not like saying like, Oh, it's I'm not like taking sides here, but I do think that it should have been distributed better. And like stores that buy products should have gotten it based on how much product they sold. Not if like, if you got over this threshold, you get free Grogu's to give out Yeah, Yeah. and you can do whatever you want with them with no instructions whatsoever. Um, it's a bummer for people who don't have a store nearby that they can grab one because now they're going to have to pay like $60 on eBay for one if they really want one. And it's like, I think like the piece of plastic is like the size of my pinky nail. Now I have big hands and big fingers, so it's a big pinky nail, but it's still like a pinky nail. So it's not really that big. <laughs> There's not much plastic to it. So it, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. From the picture, I would just like them to do better. Yeah. I would just like them. And I think this is probably Asmodee. I, I would like them to do better. Um, this is disappointing. It's great for the community. It's really cool, but uh, I'm going to be excited to have my little soup cup Grogu. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel, you know, I feel for the people who aren't aren't going to get one, or they're going to have to pay, you know, extra money to get one from somebody else, which is, you know, yeah. always not great. But that's just me. That's my rant for the day. Yeah. yeah I so I, I actually have one already, um, but oh, I've you? had one since January because I got it at Vegas as part of the free swag giveaway. Oh no, because that's a. There's already a, like 3D printed ones out there. Yeah. Like those uh, models have been around for a while. I thought. <laughs> I yeah. thought for a second that what, you were like, oh, I actually secretly, I know yeah, what, somebody who knows what, somebody what, who knows somebody. <laughs> what a dramatic statement for something that was ultimately completely irrelevant. To well, no, so what I was going to say is, you know, <laughs> if, if your store doesn't have one, like they're, they are yeah. available if you don't want to pay the scalp yes. prices. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. You can, yeah. You can no, find that's, them that's a good point. That, but yeah, I was just trying to, I was actually trying to shed I, some light. I, I know, I, I like that. You're trying to bring some positivity to it, like a spin. It just doesn't happen very often, so I got shot down. (laughs) Yeah, 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 we were were all incredibly surprised. We're just not accustomed to this this sensation. No, Mike, you don't 3D print anything here at all. Get out of here. Uh, Yeah, so so with Mike taking the uh, the more positive spin side, that gives me room right here in the in the middle ground. And I think I think what we're seeing is really that intersection of um, uh, of some frustrating um, lack of transparency into process uh, and lack of communication. Uh, of intent. That's a big uh, one. And I, I think I think what I'm hearing, you know, without taking a position on what uh, distribution models work or don't, or, or the reasons around it, I think those are the two biggest things that create the emotional friction that I feel around this. Um, that being said, I'm seeing them get out there. Um, it's tiny. <laughs> like it's I don't, real small. Uh, uh, but um, it's cute. Uh, so I'll we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean. We'll see. We'll see how often. I, I did hear that the, um, I think there's enough plastic in the DIN box to make two Grogu's. Yes. Um, yeah. You can make both models. It comes with yeah. both models. Yeah. Like Yoda, yeah. sort of. Yeah. It's yeah. so little. Like you might as well give me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but 
But yeah, I'm looking forward to to getting this stuff out there. I think we've talked a little bit. Have you two come up with any uses for Grogu more than we've the more in the, game? I, the more I actually <laughs> hear about like a couple people that I've chatted with playing him in Invader League, like yeah. I'm probably like even further from like taking a like a Grogu like in a serious competitive list. Gotcha. But I'm I mean you can't take the bounty hunter Boba Fett in Rebels, so I'm not playing. Right. I'm not playing Grogu because I right. can't take bounty hunter Boba Fett. In so there's a our guys our friends in the the 5280 group actually put out a pretty neat article um only a couple days ago if you go to uh, 5280legion.com they um a couple of their players played in and and some of them played grogu for round robin for invader league so they kind of recap their experiences so if you'd like some like actual anecdotes and some some hard examples um they've got a pretty well written article there 5280legion.com they released it yesterday yeah, oh, they're great. massive supporters of us, so I feel like that's generally worth they're just, talking. Yeah, they're just great guys up there. Uh, yeah, it's a great group. Cool. Uh, oh, did you all see the? It's not news, oh. news, but I saw a leak yesterday uh, yes. from one of the things that uh, the crashed X-wing. Uh, I think we got images for this thing from a leak in France, and then we got a possible date leak of the middle of December. Um, oh, great! So that's exciting. You, if you're complaining about. Jesus. Hey, Nick, <laughs> you were just complaining like two days ago that you were reusing terrain for your Hoth table. Now you might have some. <laughs> Will someone buy me one? I'm sure we have a friend. Because I'm not paying like $80 for that thing. That's crazy. All right. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot us quickly out of this news segment because uh, uh, I'm having our, fun. our happy-go-lucky host, uh, Nick, is is getting mired down in here. So I want to talk about something that Nick is excited about. <laughs> Uh, let's move it. What, what big of so we're recording SoCal is uh, going on as yeah. we speak. No, no results yeah. uh, right now um, that that I've seen. Uh, the skirmish event looked dope, and it had some really nice tables. Absolutely, I recognize uh, three of them personally. <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, but what's coming up in a couple of months? Packs unplugged. Packs unplugged. Packs oh unplugged. man. Hype. I finished a bunch of new tables the last couple of weeks. If you're on the Discord, you've seen them. Maybe I'll what, post them on Facebook or something too. Yeah. What are what are the what are the themes you've been working on? Sorry. Uh so I I did a bunch of Kickstarters back before ACO and I finally had a chance to like print them off and paint them. I did uh this one, this last one I did is like uh it's called their ancient starport theme from multiverse gaming. They have done a lot of Kickstarters in the past. They actually have another one going right now for like a like a grav train. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Probably won't uh, kickstart it, but maybe I'll look into it later. Um, this is like, it sort of remind a lot of people look at it and like the finished. And if you want to go on the Discord, it's in the Packs Unplugged channel posted there. There's pictures. Um, it's sort of like reminds people of like all kinds of different things. I've heard some people talk about it. it reminds them of the planet on Fallen Order. Um, some people okay. have said it looks kind of like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Batu. Like out, sort oh, of like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, it looks really cool. Um, I got to do some kind of unique color, like some unique paint jobs on the buildings and stuff. I'm excited to play it. Haven't played it yet. I also revisited Hoth because, like, uh, it's one of the iconic battles in Star Wars, and uh, I wanted to like have another shot at it. So I did like an Echo Base uh, table with a big giant shield generator and a big giant ion <laughs> cannon and. There's a, a sunken ad at Walker and there's a bunch of rocks and it looks great. Um, should be fun. Not anything super crazy, but I'm, uh, I also recently, uh, started printing some, uh, 
some Ewok village terrain from Imperial Terrain. So that's Ooh, uh nice. yeah, I've got like that's, if you look behind me, there's like coming. a bunch of like yep. stack platforms <laughs> there. Um yeah, they're the the prints are super long. I'm really excited. This stuff is awesome. Um they released this stuff like a couple months ago. Um mm-hmm. and we I love see Ewoks. it Nova in action. Yeah, it was at Nova. Yep. Uh, I imagine I am I'm hoping I have one done before uh PAX. I, I should. I have plenty of time. Um, even though like one of my printers works pretty good right now and the other one uh doesn't. <laughs> uh but that's you know, neither here nor there. We have forty two people signed up right now, according to Jay from the Fifth Trooper. Correct. So uh there are still a lot of people that signed up on TTO that have not yet signed up uh via the fifth trooper link so please do that um basically the sooner i know how many people like closer the more accurate numbers i have the easier it is for me to plan tables because like Mm -hmm. right now i can i can i can manage these numbers but if they grow a lot in like the week before it'll be a lot harder for me to acquire the terrain but i have a lot of lines out on more terrain and like you know quality stuff so like we're going to be able to get that terrain there which is great so. Can I just mention real quick for those who may not have joined us before? When Nick says yeah. he can cover it, it's like out of your basement. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to just throw that out there because that's well, some of it's at showcase. I guess some of it's over. in my basement. There's a too. few. There's a few tables in my garage because they haven't made it back in, and it hasn't been hot enough to like worry about Warp. warping. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been hot enough to worry about warping the last month. So like, there's a couple in the garage that like, I was like, I gotta bring these back downstairs, but I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? They're just they're not like I'm not setting them up. Like I just leave them here, and we'll get them. We'll just get them in the van before packs. <laughs> that's literally where my head's at (laughs) like what's the point yeah i do i do have quite 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 a few many tables few too many maybe might say um but we'll get there i'm ex uh, but i'm excited we also got uh more packs news we got a bunch of uh prize stuff in from six up yeah, those trophies look sweet. <laughs> Some pretty yeah, cool trophies. Those, I am so happy about those. And uh, yeah, those who so, haven't seen me comment on it, yeah. uh, they will be available for sale for tournament organizers. Yeah. Uh, the the blocking thing is me uh, figuring out how to get our, our shop software to <laughs> handle yeah. the requests. Uh, I will get those up. Uh, if you if you have a tournament coming up and you like what you saw, reach out to us um, because those, those are super cool. We also learned a lot of really valuable lessons like um, 3D printed gonks ship really well 3d printed uh lightsabers on spindly lightsabers <laughs> one of the yeah one of the lightsabers came injured but it was broken in such a way that i could repair it pretty easily and it's not nice. noticeable nice. so we won't name which one it was yeah. it'll be a surprise uh, um, but yeah, yeah we actually we we uh we have talked to a couple of uh, the um some of the bigger uh modelers out there and have uh and have figured out like so if you have a topper to a tr- uh, a trophy that you want on uh, on mm-hmm. something um reach out to us and we, and we'll figure there's out this really cool feature in 3d printers in 3d uh, slicing software where you mm-hmm. can scale things yep yeah so you can make this legion size model into like a model to go on a trophy it's legit yeah. that, and a great example ocal open was like the one who t- taught me how to do this and i made some yeah. really uh i mean 
they look cool. They're trophies for ACO. I did. I'm not a great, I'm not a great craftsman when it comes to wood. So like, you know, there was some really not great cuts there. Yeah. Um, I was just happy. Nobody cut their hand off when we were cutting this wood. <laughs> um, I mean, that, it's real. it would be really minimum, hard to explain. Minimum goal for trophies when I hand them out to yeah, uh, people. Yeah. I want them to not cut um, their hands off with them. Blood <laughs> they looked and like, I got a lot of positive, like, Oh, those are awesome. And they look really cool, and everybody wants a trophy. Like everybody yeah. wants to win a trophy. Oh, they're so cool! Yeah, yeah. So, so, so and then I last was... year I got, uh, you know, just saying, I I got uh, the third place, the and it's got a Grievous on top of it. Yeah, um, it's in a box back behind me somewhere. But and I, uh, yeah, it's so cool. So. I talked to Drake about like you know him making the like the plaques for the trophies, like because yeah. the ones I'm using are from Etsy and they look very generic and not interesting. And I was like, hey, yeah. and then he was like, well, maybe we can just make trophies that are better than this. <laughs> that's basically how it happened. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That that story like, there, well, well, maybe we could just make it better. Is pretty much the definition of every anything we've made at Six Up Supply. Sure, me, yeah. Me, ta- like, me well, talking to Drake about something, it's like I bet I can do that better. And, and then he goes yeah. off to his, his garage laboratory, uh, secret layer uh, for for yeah. a couple of days. It comes back. Uh, but a great example of the uh, the scaling you were just talking about the gonks. Your painting trophies are all gonks, uh, yeah. a, a gold, silver, and bronze, and, and they they look great. But those that's actually a simply just the scaled version of yeah. the uh the hammerfall uh gonk droid that we offer uh down at legion scale too uh, yeah. so it's it's super cool to be able to to do that kind of thing and i'm really excited to see those go out and see those go up more and i want to get one uh, for myself i'm gonna make myself i'm gonna make sure i actually win it i'm not i'm not just gonna have drake print uh you know number, <laughs> number one best friend trophy for me or something like no that. it's called the pity trophy <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh no yeah you have to win one <laughs> yep, yep um but on top of those cool trophies we're getting some more six up stuff in soon um yeah. they've been supporting a lot of the events so uh they're going in order but like the trophies were done and i was like i gotta show them off they're yeah. so great um uh yeah on top of that uh flight credit for adepticon so yeah. uh come on out and uh maybe win flight credit for adepticon yeah Reg- register for packs. Yeah, that's, that's my goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still think of the yeah. Uh, I pr- yeah, I'm trying to make it out. We'll see. Um, but hopefully, I'm crossing my up. fingers. I know, me too. Everyone should sign up. Uh, yes. Signups are at thefifthtrooper.com right now. Yeah, uh, managing managing that intake because this will be post TTO uh, world. Yeah. Um, but really excited about uh, uh, solving for that, and really excited about the the kind of partnership and support that's coming in. And I'm, I'm just so hyped, Nick, to see this, this event just be an amazing uh-huh. one. You, you I'm always excited. put amazing events on. We've said it a bunch of times, the table's just, <laughs> you're a machine, man. Uh, and <laughs> the whole thing, if you haven't been to a, uh, Nick Bodnar event, uh, folks get, make, make it happen. So. <clears throat> but, uh, and enough about that. Yeah, now that I've made Nick uncomfortable with flattery and uh, virtual yeah, hugs, uh, should, we, should we move on to our the first of our content segments uh, for uh, for today's cast? Bounty yeah. hunters. We it's don't time need their hot takes. Yeah. Well, that's hot takes. Like, we should we should have done an actual like audio bumper with you doing that, Nick. That was a pretty good transition. So. <laughs> One of you guys want to set this up because uh, you came up with the idea? Yeah, so we've been listening to a lot of other podcasts recently, and we realized that a lot of them like to just kind of spout nonsense and hot takes. <laughs> yes. So we thought we'd join in. Yes. So we're here to make a tier list about 
the bounty hunters and where they sit in i guess we should probably clarify competitive play not just for like playing because arguably all of the bounty hunters are very viable if you want to just make a list have some fun like they're all super cool units but there are some differentiating characteristics between their their ranks and where they sit if you're trying to win a serious tournament and today we're here to chat about that for a short time before we dive into our um are oh, we yes, calling sir. it how to yeah, help how, 99 win world help help legion 99 win world okay. um so stick around <laughs> our final our final segment we're, we're back with recover the supply so um listen Call to us through this and you get to hear us go through that objective just like we did break it last time yeah. um mike yes. before we dive into the bounty hunters themselves can you uh refresh the audience and really my memory on what tiers or tier system we're going to be using yeah so we're going to use a kind of like a, a ranking system that's essentially like how did you score on a test so lowest score is going to be an f highest is going to be an s is in sam which is kind of like the goat the best of the best it's the gold standard that you're following so it goes f d c b a s i have a sneaking suspicion that uh i'm showing my age that i i never got ranked at, with an s i i capped out at a oh that's not that's not actually in school that's not, not like school. a video, that's, that's <laughs> like a video game thing uh, i remember it mostly from resident evil because i played a lot yeah of it's kind of from evil like fighting games video. like if you just completely obliterated <clears throat> your opponent like you got an s rank that was gotcha theoretically okay. hard to get Okay. There should only be like one S. There can be multiple A level players. I played okay. a lot of Resident Evil Five. I remember <laughs> trying to get all the S tiers. If anyway. you kill ten people and you get eight headshots, you've probably got an S. Yeah, gotcha. Put it that way. Okay. All right. So yeah, my my old man uh, old man clarifying questions uh, are done. So yeah. where are we going next? Yeah, we have to explain this to you because you don't play the faction with bounty hunters. So that's true. Every faction <laughs> bounty hunter. Oh no, that's not true. He doesn't play bounty hunter factions. <laughs> I I used to play rebels. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> but you can say I used to play rebels, and now they have bounty hunters. Anyway, yeah, so we true. we thought that we'd kind of just make this kind of quick and lighthearted because um obviously the the objective deep dive is a lot of like actual discussion and more tactics based and can be a little drier as we walk through some of the you know exact thought processes trying so to really oversell cool. it about our dry segment at the end hey man informative information i'm not gonna lie to people man <laughs> but um so we we thought we'd go through each you're, bounty you're off the marketing and, team oh i was never on <laughs> how am i supposed to sell this product to somebody yeah. if we don't get to lie hey it's not lying. It's I think yeah, it's, it's lying to say that it's dry segment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little more lighthearted. This is fun. This is so, lighthearted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, we thought we'd yeah, go let's through. Just use a different hunter. axis than yeah. lighthearted and dry. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is gonna be our quick hitter segment. There we go. Okay. There we go. All right. There's a lot of edits I gotta make apparently. Boom. <laughs> no, so no, there's through, no edits. No. We're no, gonna go we're, through each bounty hunter. Um and we're, we'll go we're with authentic. Each we're successful because of our authenticity, and I'm going to keep talking over you until I'm done with my joke. So. <laughs> Someday we'll oh get a laugh. Goodness. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I'm counting on you not actually having the uh, the patience to go back and edit any of this. I don't have the patience to go back and edit this. No, <laughs> all right. I'll shut up. Go ahead and finish right. introducing the segment. So we're going to get through each bounty hunter, um, and we're going to say like each bounty hunter has their faction. So like because there's you know potential differences between the level of viability yes. in Bosk and CIS versus Bosk and Empire. Yes. Just based on the other units that they sit around. Um, arguably, this is further demonstrated by CAD, but we'll get to that. Yeah. 
pew pew. Um, but Nick, who's your favorite bounty hunter? He's Boba the Fett. <laughs> <laughs> His backpacks got jets. Oh, uh, it's Boba Fett. Man, uh, that's that's yeah, true. I know. <laughs> I love that's me. That. Mike, have you seen um, yeah. that before? No. Oh man. I really I- thought I was gonna like Din the best after playing them both a lot lately. And uh not Boba Fett. <laughs> And I think Boba. we should be clear, this is Imperial Boba, because yes. we're not counting Rebel Boba Fett in this list, because he doesn't have the bounty keyword. Yeah, yeah. old man Boba Fett doesn't have bounty on our keyword, and Mike had to remind me of that when we were when I mentioned this uh, this uh, this this uh, segment. Sorry, forgot how to like podcast for a second there. <laughs> uh, Nick, where do you think Boba yeah. sits? Uh, Boba Fett is S tier, and I'm saying he should probably be... He really, if you're playing Empire, he should probably be in your list. That's just like, uh, I don't think like he should be one of the first things you put in your list right now. I think bounty hunters are really strong right now. Um, and I think he sits among the best and he's only getting better with like the command card support and things like that. He really went up from like the points decrease he got, getting that extra attack die at range two, getting versatile on those rockets so that he can really take advantage of Arsenal if he gets. If he gets in melee, um, getting the extra, he got the comm slot, which is, you know, emergency transponder is pretty good on there. Comms relay is decent. Um, whipcord is like one of the best one pips. It's not a four users one pip. Um, just uh, everything you get there. And, you know, uh, Mando save speed three. Uh, it's all really good. Sharpshooter two. Yep. Sign me up all the time. He's arguably the best unit in Empire, and he doesn't even have the three new command cards yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to use a couple of them in Invader League, and, like, when I did use them, which it was situational, but, like, they that two-pip is, like, really good. Like, that's a really good card. Um, <clears throat> and the three-pip is decent if you're taking, a, like, a, you know, gun line behind you. Um, so, are you all landed that he's S-tier? Yeah, I think that like you're realistically building empire lists that are 680 points at this point if you want to win. Because Boba Fett's there. And he doesn't need a lot on top of that 120 points that he is. Like You and I run two very different Boba Fett's because I think mine's only like 126. <laughs> yeah, I put a little, I'm a little upgrade heavy. Um, but, you know, he can take cheap upgrades too and still be really efficient. Like you can just put recon intel on him. Yeah, I just run recon and like offensive push. Yep. Solid. Solid. Well, you said there's there should only be one S tier, so so I guess we just uh, we ruined this segment. This there's yeah. no point leave now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be I don't know. I, w- I think the meta'd be really really stale if like another one of these guys was also S tier, right? I mean, like, <laughs> but there's they're all they're all pretty good. Awesome. Uh, I, I I generally agree. I don't have anything else to add from what you all said. Sure. Um, uh, Boba and and uh, that's a lie as usual. Uh, the one thing I will add is I'm I'm excited ecstatic that Boba is what he is right now. I think Boba he's, he was one of the coolest models uh, in when he when he launched back in year one, um, and like he's he's one of the favorite models I've ever painted. And I always wanted him to be a lot better than he was, and this the revamp and then the additional stuff coming uh, is just super cool. So oh shit, I just realized I have to double hot take this. Um, okay. Boba is going to have a 100% win rate at Worlds 
he's going to have won the first Worlds because it was Veer's Boba, and he's going to win Worlds. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's a double hot take. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be, what, five years apart at that point? Four. There's a there's an implicit presumption there that uh, for our next segment, help Legion 99 win Worlds, that means I'm out of the running in Mike's mind. But uh, well. Then Mike's out of the running, too. <laughs> I am, too. I thought you both had Boba. Oh, because uh, you have Rebel, I have you have Rebel, Rebel Boba. Boba. Oh, okay. Does that count? So Maybe so, that so counts. I, I was making the assumption. I, I didn't hear the distinction there, but yeah. I so actually M- just Empire said both Nova. that, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to alter my own thought in my head and say that, yeah, that counts. Sorry, okay. Keegan, we helped you win Nova. It's our turn now, bitch. Win the world's ended. Yep. Cool. Cad? I'll, I can, I'll lead off with Cad if you don't mind. Can we start yeah. Shadow Collective? Because I think he's C tier. I think he's bad in Shadow yeah. Collective. He's yeah. he's definitely the worst operative that you can take there behind Bosk and Maul. Yeah, you're probably right. He doesn't. I bring haven't. A lot I haven't of, played him in Shadow Collective yet, so I don't really like have a lot to add there. He doesn't bring enough long range pierce to complement like what Bosk does because Bosk has a pretty easy to achieve bounty when your pikes just chew him up from distance, and then Bosk still stays at distance. Oh sure. And he doesn't do what Maul does, which is everything. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have cunning, he doesn't have force powers, he doesn't have six command cards. His his cards that he wants to play conflict directly with uh the rest of like the shadow collective command cards. So you, you don't really get a lot of value out of him compared to like Bosker Mall. So I think he sits pretty low there. Yep. That makes sense to me. I don't I, I have even less experience with Shadow Collective than Nick does, so I'll defer to that. I played it. If I were, yeah. (laughs) If I were taking, if I were taking a bounty hunter in Shadow Collective, it probably wouldn't be Cat. Yeah, I I can honestly say, even knowing that he was in there, my brain did a double take. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I could play Cat in Shadow. I've never thought about playing Cat in Shadow Collective. Um, So, yeah, that's a fair take. Where is uh, where is he good though, or different or better than C? Uh, he's definitely best in CIS, I, yes. I think. I, I don't think. And part of that is is that, like, the Empire has um, one, two, three, four, five, six bounty hunters now. Sure. So it's like, <laughs> it kind of is default. He's best in CIS, and I think he's B tier there. Um, strictly because the order control. Because if you make mm-hmm. a, bount- a list with a bounty hunter in CIS, you're probably going to have really good order control. Yep. Like, maybe your bag still has two to four things in it each turn. At, mm-hmm. usually at the most but like that's still a lot better than an empire bag that usually has like seven plus tokens in it mm-hmm. um there's usually an improvised orders around in there but you can if you're taking a super tactical droid you can still have that like it's yeah i think that he's much better in cis than he is uh shadow collective with with, with that advantage why is he only b in cis uh because there's another bounty hunter and i don't want to oh. I I, I kind of look at it like one is definitely better than the other in each faction. So it's gotcha. like we're obviously going to have a lot of overlap in Empire yeah. because yeah. they have the most. But yeah. I think it's like it's like you I, you can clearly guess where I'll where I'll place Bosk in CIS at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, makes sense. But he's good. Um, he's a really nice complement to a lot of things. But um, he's more timing dependent. 
Um, and like, if you pull him from a bag too quickly or when you don't want him, like he can, he can die though. The last time I played a cad, like he literally got attacked like 12 times in one round. And like he lived because danger sense and uncanny luck is really good. <laughs> Until it's not. <laughs> I have I have no arguments there. I'd still rather have Maul or Bosk if I'm playing operatives in CIS, but you know, yeah, he's not terrible. He's he's good. I mean, we've got a couple cads that are making some waves in Invader and in real life lately. But you know, it's always like, oh, he could have been X. <laughs> Mike, do you want to take Empire? Yeah, um, I actually think he's like C minus in Empire because I would rather have oh, wow. literally any other operative at this point. I think so, okay. if you want to, like, he doesn't. And the reason that I say that is he doesn't bring anything unique that the other operatives can't do as well. If you want yeah. something that's like a close range skirmisher, you can bring Din. You can bring now IG eleven. You want like long range Pierce? Well, Cad doesn't have that, and you've got four to five other bounty hunters that do. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm gonna, not I'm saying gonna, he's a I'm going to push you on this. I think you're pulling your punch on C minus. Then I think that that qualifies. That's probably a D. cleanly D. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to. It's yeah, so it's rough because like Cad just got all these buffs and he was really really good. Yeah. Yeah. And like Empire players are like, oh, I got to go grab my Cad Bay now. And now it's like all these other bounty hunters. They literally just got three new bounty hunters. Boba Vett's getting new command cards, and it's like, where? Actually, there you go. Was <laughs> did Cad actually become good, or was he all of a sudden just average? And now you can take him because he's average. I think so he I was think, average in Empire. I think he was I, good in CIS. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was always average like, in CIS, but CIS yeah. just had a lot of strengths. And then with the changes, he became really good. I, if I was the hot take it, I'd actually. And this is just the mine. I'm not going to change our our mm-hmm. cast opinion. I think he's probably an A in CIS. Uh, I understand Bosk is, is better, and if you're doing an A B, that that makes a ton of sense to me, but I think they're both A's in different in different ways in CIS. But um, Empire, I think, for all the reasons, like he's so far down from in the list of things that uh, I would take in Empire. Um, that even as good as he is, it's about competing within that yeah. slot. I, I would take every other hunter before him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And Vader, honestly, I would take Vader before I take right. Cat. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah and, and, and Empire, yeah, and that's a great example. Empire, it's not just competing against all of the other hunters <laughs> in there. It's it's some really compelling. Uh, but uh, I don't think he's F F for yeah, because he's I don't not. I think he hurts you. He's not completely worthless. Uh, yeah, no, this, he's not. He's definitely not. Um, but it's he's he's not who we'd go for. But yep. we'd probably beat that one to death. Boosk. Boost. The boost. <laughs> Nick, let's just start with CIS for you then. Yeah. Hey, uh, he complements a lot of the other units in that army really well. Um, when you uh, Bosk, when he has perfect order control behind him, um, you know, being able to just last him and first him the next round is so easy. And you can do it a couple of times. And he only needs to use his command cards once to attain that. So. Um, range four surge crit pierce is really good. Uh, you can, you can take your naked B ones, put electro binoculars on them and feed him aims along with other things like AATs. Like he pairs well with AATs in my opinion. Um, probably with pikes in that army. Um, there's a lot of interesting things. Uh, I think he's a tier. Um, I definitely think like you should you, like if I were taking a CIS list, uh, to like a competitive event, I would probably consider Bosk strongly at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm on board with that. 
anything else on MSU? I have no arguments with that. I think that yeah. sums it up. Yeah, I think uh, Boss has been great in Empire for a long time and, and opening it up to uh, CIS. Yeah. Um, with, with this new stuff, it's it's a cool new place for him. to. I think that same thing actually works for Shadow Collective as well. I'd say he's probably mm-hmm. a tier there as well for almost like the inverse reason. Just order him and you don't yeah. want orders on the rest of Correct. the stuff and it kind of functions right. in the same way. Correct. You still bring that easy order control with long range pierce. You don't need to worry about giving, sorry, giving orders out. And, you know, when you can hang six things at range three to four that are all dealing multiple dice rolls per, you know, you're, you're forcing multiple saves per shot, but like that's going to add up quickly. And his, and it's his, independent, his independent is arguably the worst one of all of them. Uh, um, that was just my question. adding surge to defense is it's good, but yeah. like if Bosque is getting shot at, you messed up probably. Yeah. Like it's either it's e- you're either like way ahead or like you're way behind. Uh, yeah. If Bosque is getting attacked, like something poor happened. That makes a ton of sense. Poorly. My my question to to that was going to be is sacrificing independent. Uh, fine for him, and I think you're you're spot on because anytime op- opposing a boss that I've been able to shoot a boss, I'm happy. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and and two surges don't really change that. No, no I, the big thing that boss changed is he got scale. Yeah. Like, yes, independence yeah. cool. That's neat. Maybe it saves you a wound over like two to three games, but like yeah. you have scale now. Yeah. Scale is amazing with lying in wait and um reptil- yep. reptilian, oh, rampage. Yep. reptilian yeah. rampage. I can't ever remember. And it's even great with the one tip if they do get yeah. close because now you can scale, throw a bomb. Oh jeez. Yeah. Boom. Or like throw a bomb, take the speed one move, and then scale away. Yep. Like you've got a lot of play there now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that probably brings that card should, back into play. We should have gotten more. scale when Chewie did, but it's probably. nice yeah. to see it now. Yeah, and I think the intention was to upgrade the bounty hunters all together with that. And so I was always always expecting it um and yeah it's it, it's a very natural fit all right um, empire how's he doing in the empire still i think he's b really okay tell me more yeah because he's white save and the igs are red saves mm-hmm. oh right they have some very really, similar cards i even though we prepare for this segment uh and we we've explicitly talked about Empire having six possible bounty hunters. Uh, my brain still did not add <laughs> IGs into surprised. the mix. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, spot on. The yeah, the, the, the fact of white save now in a red save bounty hunter world. Um, because before he was just competing with Boba or Cad, and Cad's got white saves, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Now with this many red save options, and half of them, not quite half, a third of them being Mandalorians. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's um like we talked about that Bosks has. His command cards are stellar. The IGs have very similar command cards. Like they still have the two pip that gives you like essentially the free move into the shoot for the double because you can um you get steady. You know, you get the aim token, you've got the burst damage on the one pip from IG eleven, you've got the three pip that uh kind of gives them just like a little bit more control over when they're gonna shoot and gives them better aspects for their for their dice fixing. So there's they're not mirrors, but they're parallels. So I think why don't you just take the red save with the higher potential? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I think he's still B, B's good. He's still perfectly good in there. Um, but the new stuff, the new stuff is going to feel more fun too for a little while. So, yeah, Makes that's sense. fair. Speaking of IGs, yeah, let's we'll start with eleven. Yeah, let's do eleven. You know, let's let's go, Keegan. Yeah. Since you've made the comment earlier that you used to be a rebel player, yeah, 
We're getting into that. Realm. Where does he sit in the in the Rebel Army? Rebel Army overall, or Rebel Army as as bounty hunter? Well, I guess operative. I think is operative. 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 That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. this guy is operative because we kind of went that way with Empire and Shadow yeah. Collective. Like, yeah, I yeah, think it's yeah. Like operative. Like, we really plan this out, as you can tell. <laughs> I think he's probably a B for me. Um, I think I've I've played around with some lists with him in there, and I think it was like him and Din. Actually, I have a I have a fun concept of putting Grogu on IG so that Din can go do his thing. Um. Uh, that's not an original concept. It's literally what they did in the, in the show. Um, but, <laughs> Unslinger at range four. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me personally, he's probably high range of B, close to A, but I also don't play Luke, um, which means that there's that's one auto-operative uh, uh, slot that is not being taken, like operative fill that's not being taken. Yeah, the other operative I don't play because I'm terrible at is R2. So um, that automatically takes them into into that space where it's it's competing. And, and in the theme list that I'd play around with, um, that then he's he's higher rank because of that. But I think considering those others are there, uh, he's probably a B in Rebel. Nick, what do you think? Um, I probably agree with you. Um, I don't really have an argument just yeah. because, like, for A or C. Yeah. Um, he and I also I I think he's going to be really good. Um. Yeah. He's got a lot of flexibility. Gunslinger is uh, incredible, especially because he can do it at range four. Yeah. And he's going to probably be able to do it with Pierce at range four. <laughs> yeah, for the smarter people um, who are not putting Grogu on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's there's a lot of potential there. Uh, I'm looking, like, I've built a lot of lists with, like, uh, triple gunslingers with, like, Han, Sabine. And oh, Ajit. my God. It seems that. pretty good to be able to get, like, six Pierce attacks. If you can get Lando in, if you can get Lando in there, you have yeah. quad gunslinger one turn. Yes, and contingencies. <laughs> I mean, it seems really good. It's definitely something like I'll play yeah. at local night. Um, I know what I know what I'm building next to screw around with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think this, and I don't can think you, any can of you us fit have two land speeders into that list too. Oh God! I mean, you it's <laughs> rebels. You can definitely can. Like, doesn't land speeder like sixty five points? I don't know something down it's, there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of there's a lot of flexibility on this unit, um, yeah. so I think like leaving him at B is fair. Uh, I don't think he's gonna like. I think he's gonna be played less than Din uh, in Rebels. So. I think so too. I, I like, yeah. I that's where I think I was coming from yeah, in terms of like, sure. um, yeah, yeah. But I think he I I think he's gonna be really good. I think uh, putting him at B is fair, and we yeah. can like live with that. And we're gonna go. We'll just go right into like IG. 11 and empire i guess right yeah yeah we lost okay. mike so for, yeah we lost the, mike the, for a minute the, the yeah. behind the scenes behind the scenes we don't we don't yes. patreon you for that um no. mike just walked away well, <laughs> well you know you get like you just get mike nick and keegan right now it's fine yeah we're, yeah. we're right about everything anyway it's okay yeah usually. um and uh, i don't oh, think oh crap never mind he's back he's, he's back, back. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is, he's back dad's back run <laughs> um mike do you want to we we decided ig 11's a b in rebels do you have anything to add uh i don't i think that seems pretty fair we don't have a huge amount of data on how he's like actually going to fit into the army and yeah he doesn't have a lot of aim generation and he's potentially a little aim starved with a lot of white dice that he's got on his guns so i think he's going to be a little better in empire than he does in rebels yes but i don't think he's going to be much better i think he's b plus 
I think he's just a little bit better. But I mean, all right, Nick. I for, think I, he's, what's up with with no upgrades on anything? I can get Han, Lando, Sabine, and IG Eleven with two X thirty four land speeders and three naked rebel troopers uh, for six seventy five. So we've got one hundred twenty five points to play with. <laughs> Uh, at nine activations. So, yeah, I mean, you can get to ten, and but like, yeah. where you can take a lot yeah. of upgrades. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just put another Rebel Trooper on there. So four Rebel Troopers, yeah, 85 right. points to play with. Uh, quadruple, triple Gunslinger every turn, quadruple one turn. with Unhinged Astromech, RPS, Rockets. You can't fit all that, though. No, I, no, I don't think so. You, do you like... could probably put the un- Unstable on both. Yeah. Um, all right, well. I'll play around with this in the background me. while you guys talk about IG-11 and, uh, and Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think much changes other than that he can get aims at Empire. Like, he can get access to aims a little easier from officers and Binox and things like that. So, um, he's probably still a B. It's probably not actually a B plus because, like, we're sort of scaling this also in respect to the factions they're in. Yeah. And I think 88's a little bit better. I just think 88's a little bit better than 11. So, and that's like 88's only Empire. So I think like if you're only taking one, it's probably 88. Search crit's nasty. Yeah, I don't have a lot of arguments there. And the arsenal that 88 brings is pretty strong. Um, you know, if you want, we talked, I mentioned earlier that like Boba can chew up close range, Din can chew up close range. If you then want to do like a range three, six die pool with bounty and, you know, pierce one, that seems real strong. Yep. And I think that's just going to be a little more consistent than the Gunslinger that Eleven has. Despite the fact that I think Eleven has the higher potential because he's got that like that one pip and the three pip. Like when things are going right, Eleven is going to win the game on his own, but I'm not sure how often that's actually going to happen. Yeah. And I think that keeps him a little lower, even on Empire. So I think that B plus is probably a pretty fair, pretty fair rating. Should we hit 88? Yeah. I'm just doing stupid, silly things. Here. I mean, we we pretty much already did, I think. Like, it's... He has bounty built in, so you don't have to take the programming upgrade that Eleven has to take. Um, he costs extra points to make up for it, but he has Arsenal instead of Gunslinger. Um, so, range three, he's going to be a death machine. Yeah, he's capable. He's... His like his damage ceiling is higher than Bosk's, and I think it's like I think the floor is also higher too. Uh, with I agree. Three blacks over the red and a white. So his consistency and his spike is higher. Yeah, and his ability might... to get his spike is much more realistic mm-hmm. because he doesn't rely on you know lying in wait, turning mm-hmm. all of his white dice to crits. And he has the he has he's the one who has the, I, I get really confused looking at these command cards because like they have the one they can share correct and yes they have the two like, pips they can share yeah uh, independent programming is is pretty good um, when he issues yeah. an order himself he gets an aim and there's other ways for him to get aims in Empire we've you know mentioned that briefly and everybody knows that um, putting like targeting scopes on him seems okay. Um, because he has three white dice in that pool and three black. So he's going to miss, he's going to often miss a lot of those dice mm-hmm. and being able to just take advantage of those names with targeting scopes, kind of like Bosk. Um, uh, there's not, there's not really another gear that I'm going to put on him. Like maybe yeah. cables, maybe E gear. Like those are heavy maybes and it's probably going to be yeah. reliant. Like if I know the terrain I'm going towards. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I think B plus is another safe bet for him. Yeah. You guys want to hear something gross? Depends yes. on the topic. Ten, 10 activations. Han with up close and personal, Lando naked, Sabine up close and personal, electro gra- grappling line, IG 11 with just bounty programming. Two rebel vets with the HQ uplink, two, bla- two Mark II blasters, two X 34s with the unstable astromech. 797, 10 activations. Sounds You're terrible. Play again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Han and Sabine go sit in the land speeders. Lando, yeah, Lando yeah. infiltrates. You got three operative tokens in the mix. Oh God, what have we done? All right, well, yeah, we played Imperial Assault. Yeah, I'm Rip Imperial Assault. <laughs> All right, so last but not least, yep. Did we? What are we giving IG88? Was it B plus? B plus. B plus. B plus. Well, Empire. They need an A. They I think have they have an a. a. I think it's Din. I think it's Din Djarin. Mm, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. I've been playing a lot of him in Empire. Um, we had we had Empire Boba at S tier, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah, I think I think Din's an A. He's, I think he fits they, with so many different commanders. Um, I think he fits with Calvis. I think he fits with the generic. He arguably fits with Vader. If you want two melee beat sticks. Yeah. He fits with Ivan. You know, he it goes with a lot. I don't think he's the best in those options, but I think he's an incredibly strong option with each of those yeah. choices. Yep. Um, he's just uh, my my only like the only issues I've really had with him is that like he's just swingy, like he doesn't get like he's you're not guaranteeing any damage getting through because he doesn't have sharpshooter ever. Um. So. Um, but man, is he fun to play? <laughs> he is just a lot of fun to play. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, keeping it simple, uh, an empire, I think I give Din an A. I, give Din an a. I think he sits a tier in rebels as well. Um, and I could probably say the exact same thing that I just did. He fits with almost every commander, but I'm not a hundred percent sure he is the optimal fit with every single commander. Hmm. He goes with Op Luke. He can go with Commander Luke. He can go with Han. You know, he his price point is very flexible. His issue is he really needs those. He really needs that one and two pip command card. Like he has to, like he has to play those to really get his like. He gets extra tokens. He gets really good keywords those rounds. Um, and I think he really needs to like have those command cards and use them. So fitting him with Operative Luke is arguably just a little bit more challenging because operative Luke wants to take all the command cards, which is where like, you know, you just bring your buddy Lando for contingencies, which is cool. Cause like, you know, you can't play all the command cards, but having access to them is pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, I think he, I, I definitely want to try him in rebels a little bit. Um, I'm looking at like Mando list with like clan Ren and Sabine. Cause that seems like a lot of fun. I like Same. That a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at a rebel list with, uh, I guess Din and Rebel Boba Fett, as we may have talked about in another segment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a segment that we hit. Yes. That transition sounded way better in my head. It just didn't work. Oh yeah, it probably it probably would have worked better if I was paying attention instead of of picking command cards for this disgusting ten activation hero. We're not as good at as at transitions (laughs) because we're better at Legion. There we go. That's there we go. Okay, so you guys know how to play Legion, and I know how to transition. Okay. 
Uh, well, that's not what we're saying. That's, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> self burn. That's a rare one. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're we're moving on to our last segment. Yeah. You guys are all done talking about bounty hunters and tier lists. Yeah. And I'm, I'm done pretending. I'm I'm done it's pretending hard. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Um, all right, welcome to uh, seg- the second uh, edition of Help Legion 99 Win Worlds. Uh, as, a, uh, as a reminder, after the success of Help Keegan Win uh, Nova, uh, I want a Worlds invite there. We're broadening it out to because uh, it's a bigger event. We want to be we want to get someone from uh, one of us out in there, and we've identified the Turn Zero game as one of the most uh, most impactful ones that we can talk in detail. A lot of conversations about uh, objectives and whatnot, and we're taking a, a different approach to it. So just as a reminder, we've each picked our, our world's list. Um, uh, picking a world's list obligate, not, never obligates the uh, co-host to actually play it at worlds, we should note. Swerve! Uh, um, I'm going to be talking from the perspective of my speeder, Anakin Barks, uh, that we are very familiar with. Uh, uh, which one of you is which? Nick, <laughs> Nick has an Empire Hero Hammer. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong part of the deck. Yeah, double bounty, villain yeah. hammer, whatever. Yes. Uh, and Mike is bringing the rebels. Mike, what do you want to say about your list, real fast? Yeah, I'm playing uh, rebel vets, rebel boba, uh, din, and some ranged wookies. Awesome. Uh, so we've got the speeder list, we've got the character based list, and we've got a good gunline uh, list. the uh, The intent is to use these as kind of uh, as representations of an archetype, but also our personal flair. And what we're going to do is take each week. We're going to take a objective. And we're going to talk about how uh, we would play our list against each of the archetypes of uh, each of the three archetypes. So um, last uh, last time we did this, we did Breakthrough. Uh, great conversation around that. And this time we're going to take uh, a different type of objective, Recover the Supplies. Um, as a quick reminder, anyone want to talk about what Recover involves for, for our newer listeners? There's a box in the middle of the board. And you got to grab it to get a point at the end of the game. So there's five boxes on the table representing five victory points. At the end of the game, whichever player has the most boxes uh, generally wins. But things like bounty can skew that a lot or a secret mission. But uh, yeah, there's one in the dead center of the table. And usually there's a fight over it. Um, Give or take. uh, Infiltrate really factors in a lot here. Re, uh, units with scout and jump and things like that are very valuable here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we did, uh, I think last time I acknowledged that um, the only potential infiltrate in any of our lists would have been Padme, but I have, I've switched it up. I'm not bringing her three pip, so there wouldn't be any infiltrate. That being said, there is uh, zero occasions that I would ever infiltrate Padme onto a center box to <laughs> steal it. <laughs> So, uh, not as much. I've seen it. I've seen it done. Or, I've seen it. They didn't win. But... I was super happy when they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but jumping in, we're going to uh, so so we're talking about recover. Is there anything else at the high level, or do we want to just jump in? Yeah, I think uh, we did this with breakthrough. Um, mm-hmm. Like we mentioned, there's a couple like overarching strategies for how to play recover. Um, one of the main oh, yeah. ones is can I very quickly get? So to elaborate on Nick's point. There is a box that starts at the middle of the table, the dead center middle, and then there's two that each player gets to place that are closer to their deployment zones. So the two overarching strategies tend to be, can I, A, steal that middle box faster than my opponent and bring it back to my line so he has, he or she have to come to me, or can I take my own two safe boxes and put pressure on my opponent's safe boxes? 
and those tend to be two different strategies as we'll kind of talk about like with our different list setups but those are two there's different variations variants of each but those those should be kept in mind yeah cool and i think keegan you're gonna get us kicked off with a speeder yeah. be speeder right yeah i'll kick it off so um first looking at my list uh and just objectively about the objective uh uh, and how I can capture the objectives. Um, <laughs> it's, when I think about recover, it, this is not one that I put into my uh, my battle deck. Um, I, it's there. There are some tricks that I have, but I've got ten activations. I've got three speeders, which means I'm already down three thumbs, able to grab these things. Um, and my list does not like to yeah. have to move all the way to the center, uh, and especially move to the center and then get away from th- other people who are tra- also trying to get to the center. So. Um, uh, there are some versions of this where I can pounce on someone who's trying to move to the center or infiltrate, but it's uh, it's 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 not the easiest. It's not what I'm that's, really going for. That's what I would say is that you're really yeah. good at defending against somebody else getting that middle box with your list, yeah. and you are you're better at that than actually getting it yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. But keeping them off of it and just winning on attrition. Yeah, and so that's a because. Well, I can handle it in a defensive situation. Um, it's not going to be in my list. It's not going to be something that I'm kind of seeking out, uh, um, especially because uh, if I'm going up against a secret mission or bounty hunter or something, uh, other opportunities to score additional tie-breaking uh, victory points, it's it's something that I, I generally don't like. Um, let's see. Strengths. One of the strengths that I do have in this uh, in this thing is I've got the double exemplar, which means if I can get someone out there <laughs> to grab it, uh, I can use I can leverage those standby sharing to um, to get them to run away. But that requires getting getting there first, so it's not it's not optimal. Um, going up against a speeder list first, I would uh, it's, it really depends. Blizzard Force, you know, we talked about this a little last time. Out activating, I don't really love that. I don't know if there's too many. Blizzard Force list that actually would want to play this either, um, but um, I guess what are some of the others? Uh, a stat uh, list, yeah. Okay. Say triple stats with CAD. I'm um, quite honestly. Yep, triple stats with CAD or Maul. Either of those, I I would not. I don't think I would want to do. So uh, <laughs> yeah, generally, let's you know what. Let's say I just don't really want to play this, <laughs> especially uh, a speeder list is probably like one of the ones that's more likely that I would be okay with, but um, it's not really how I do it. If I am forced into it against a speeder list, I'm going to be looking for um, basically going for the tie and going for kill points. Um, so I'm going to be looking for keeping myself safe. Uh, if they're if the opponent's going to go for the middle box, using that to get kills, get up on points. Uh, I'm going to be red, so I have to be careful about uh, about that. I'm going to be looking to preserve my activations. One other tactic that I would bring is I leverage the speed of my barks for late game kills on safe box holders, and so being able to circle around, get to the back, and take something out like that. I think that's the the main bar- my list versus a spear list set of tactics. Any other thoughts on that, that matchup from you all? I think it's pretty fair. Um, one thing that you do have that's a little bit better than some of the other spear lists is your ability to do like a single burst damage with an Anakin fire support. Mm-hmm, so if sure. something does grab the middle box for you, you're better equipped, especially with an early one pit play to just annihilate that target. Like right. Maul is very good at, you know, attacking something at once. Cad can attack something at once. Staps can hit them back to back to back, but you can mm-hmm. do a unique like 
Pierce three seven hit shot that comes in, and yeah. that generally kills whatever picks up that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. But I don't think it's a great thing to rely on, but it's a tool that you have. <laughs> the others don't. It's like yeah, yeah, it's like the you know oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you can hit the panic button and actually like fucking kill something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. With reliability. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so if I'm if I'm bringing my list and I'm up against a speeder list and I see that that's that's kind of the thinking I'm going to have there. Uh, against the character based list, uh, my I, my advantages just dwindle even further. Um, Nick's Nick's list in particular, he's got a bunch of uh, he's got a, he's got some fast moving stuff. Uh, Boba's going to get be able to get out there well before me, and with impervious, he's going to be particularly resistant to that. Uh, <laughs> That that bold play, I would mo- I would probably not kill him. I, yeah, I mean it's not he's not completely resistant. <laughs> you to <it>. might, <laughs> but I but I probably wouldn't kill him. Yeah. Um, especially because that early I wouldn't have surged crit from Anakin. Um, sure. and uh, uh, impervious would probably make put a hurt on him, but it wouldn't kill him. And then I'd leave Anakin out of position to just get pounced on. Um, in, in that situation, um, the going beyond Nick's list to other character based lists, it gets even worse. <laughs> if there's an Iden list with infiltrate, nope. Uh, if there's uh, uh, other like rebel character based lists that bring Sabine and Mandos, uh, they're going to have that all that speed three move to get up to the middle box. So really just trying to trying to go against that. Um, in these, if I get stuck in these things in terms of how to deploy and plan against it, I think I'm, I'm looking at, uh, having to get really aggressive uh, and just do my what my version of a of a of a vacuum cleaner across the board is, and it's not a good version of it. Um, but I'm going to have to be moving to try to kill. I actually had a game like this in um, in Lone Star Open against the CIS list with you know Cad intercept. It was like long march uh, recover, <laughs> and so Cad uh, infiltrated. And it, this was the third game. We were both o uh, and two, and so we were going to have fun. Um, and it was like landing on that and he was like, Oh, I feel bad. Like leaving it. Cause I was out of options to, to put it in there. And he's like, I was like, nah, man, this is, that's the right play. Let's do it. Let's have fun with it. And I just, I just went as W as my, as my list goes. And we ended up, it ended up coming down to just like saber throwing and relentless and killing things in his deployment zone <laughs> at the back end and the timing to get cat to draw two boxes. So, uh, not a reliable, path of success um against the more traditional gun line uh i think it's a little bit better than the character base list um you're not going to have as much speed uh uh to play along um and i'll i i would this my approach to that would be more setting up and playing more for uh uh a little closer to the speeder versus speeder list where i'm gonna i'm gonna look for those opportunities to get up on points kind of just breeze through that because all this objective is just terrible for me frankly it's probably my least yeah. favorite uh, objective for this so any any other thoughts between uh, your two types of lists and, and me opposing it i think figuring out where to joust and where to kind of just like mm. poke and make a stand is important here yeah um, if yeah. you're coming up against a gun line you're probably going to just lose the range three firefight yeah against the character base list you might be able to take that but it also depends on like what their underbelly looks like 
And yeah. I think being able to know, you know, am I going to take my sand or take my stand, draw my line in the sand here that you're not going to get this middle box versus I'll poke and prod. Maybe you'll get it and I'll shoot you afterwards is a, an important tipping point. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I think going into a little more detail of my deployment strategy, what I would probably do is I'd, I'd set myself up to deploy my barks last. I deploy my the, every other unit like close together and to set up in, in a way that's going to get me to put that um, defensive pain fire on the center uh, in safe ways uh, over the course of a couple of normal turns. And then depending on how my opponent is setting up, if there's some obvious opportunities for barks to flank together, I'd go for it. But I think the primary play, I probably wouldn't get that level of insight uh, throughout it. And I'd probably just put the barks next to my clone ball uh, and then use their speed and maneuverability to either stall in the back or take over take an opportunity that i wasn't able to see early in deployment i do think you want to at least faint with the barks early even Mm. if you set them up just not necessarily all gung-ho to go towards the safe boxes but you want to at least put them in a position where they can if they need to and at least it forces your opponent to potentially put like one to two I'll, I'll use quotes, power units closer sure. towards their safe boxes that if the bark comes around the corner, then that has an answer, but now it's not at the center. I think that's a really good point, yeah. Nick, anything on your mind around this? No. <laughs> no, I... Um... All right. Well, then I'm going to flip the table on you, because how would you handle recover against the speeder list? Or, um... or talk, talk about your... Talk about recover in general for you first and then uh it's pretty good for me um it's not like it's not my strongest it's not my strongest objective but like it's kind of why boba fett has recon intel um so that he can you know do the center box grab for most of the deployments uh or at least like you know put himself in a position to you know that he could do that um is it in your battle deck uh maybe it's it's cuspy (laughs) it's yeah it's like one of those things where like it can be yeah um there's like it's it's stuff it might have been it might have been in for invader league i can't remember uh but i wasn't uh i wasn't blue very much (laughs) um yeah i it's uh it's pretty i'm pretty good at it i'm not great at it there's better like i didn't infiltrate um is is way better at it than me things like that uh but um do i want to play it versus speeder list sure because the speeder list probably doesn't have the same answer for it that i do um i also have the ability to like you know i have a decent a decent gun line behind me that i can shoot speeders when they get close when they start getting close to my box carrier um I do have uh, Boba Fett with C's and Callus with his uh, one pip, so I can, you know, I can like order Boba Fett round one to activate last or close to last and move, move, grab the bot, and then turn one or move, grab the box, and then turn two. I can use the cunning one pip to just uh, get Boba Fett out of there as quickly as possible or as quickly get him as far away as possible uh, before the speeders can really strike. So. Yeah. That feels pretty good. Um, um, the deployments can throw a wrench in that a little bit, depending on uh, what deployments we get with that. Um, oh, sure. But, yeah. Speed you do have it in your deck for Invader League. 
Thanks. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't remember. I played Blue once, I think. Oh yeah, and we did play Recover. <laughs> <laughs> was it against the speakerless? <laughs> it was against. No, it was against a gun line. <laughs> okay. We can jump to that. <laughs> we can. Um. Uh, but first, I'll do the. Yeah, you know, we'll go in order, I guess. Uh, char- against a character base list. Um, you don't have to. It's a, we're making the rules now. Fine. Against a gun line. <laughs> um, I feel pretty good about it because, again, they probably don't have the same answer for it that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I do have to be careful because Boba Fett, Impervious is great. Red saves that surge are great, but mm-hmm. he does only have five health. I also don't have emergency stims on Boba Fett. Oh, um, yeah. That would be much. I'd feel much better if I had emergency stims on Boba Fett here. Um, and like before worlds that could change. Um, like I might, you know, switch to that. He's got a lot of flexibility there. Um, I do feel pretty good about it. Uh, I did beat a gun line pretty bad in round Robin, uh, (laughs) to it, but that was, I think partially due to, uh, he was a little over aggressive with a rapid reinforcement deployment Mm. turn one. And I was able to capitalize on that, um, and kill a strike team very early in the game, um, and put him on his heels quickly. Um, would that happen all the time? Probably not, but um, yeah, I feel pretty good. But it's like, again, I don't feel like there's, it's really just like, is Boba Fett gonna, gonna make the saves and can Din back him up or Callus back him up after that? Cause that's like, that's my other box carrier. Is it mm-hmm. like if Boba Fett grabs it and moves and double moves with it, then I'm probably okay. But uh, if Boba Fett doesn't survive or I'm out activated and he just gets shot in the face, then I'll be in a lot of trouble. Uh, but against go ahead is din is din callus is more your backup because is din just you dive in him towards the enemy or? i have to be careful i have to be careful with callus because he yeah. is only he is, he is only a red save and he doesn't surge and he doesn't have immune to like range pierce or anything like that mm-hmm. so he does he does he is he is often a target like a soft target for people yeah. um he is targeted relatively quickly in most of my games because they yeah. know Especially in Invader League in that format, they know what's in contingencies. Like right. they know that like I had whipcord in contingencies, and if they can get rid of whipcord quickly before mm-hmm. it ever comes out, then they have mm-hmm. you know a lot less to be scared about there. Um, so Din is almost certainly the backup to Boba Fett, but okay. also like if I can just pull the box a little bit, yeah, and then they never get it, and maybe I just get a bounty with Din, then oh, it doesn't sure. matter because like the double bounty here is really like the tipping point is that like I do have two oftentimes two extra victory points available to me and in a game like recover you're often exposing your characters yeah so not the soft like four save officers but like you have other characters you're often exposing them so yeah makes sense anything to add there mike no i think um that kind of sums it up i'll chat about my thoughts there as i get into my segment (laughs) yeah all right what about the mirror for you nick against another character based it probably depends on the character. Um, okay. If it's like, like I said, if it's like a heavy infiltrate item list with another Boba Fett across the table, I almost certainly don't want to play it because they're going to be a lot better at it than me yeah. because they're going to be able to just drop item on the box and Inferno is going to be not far behind and Boba Fett's going to be right there to collect a bounty. Yeah. So uh, something like that. Um, Sabine kind of does the same thing. They have a little, the rebel, that rebel side of the character base list has a lot more defensive tech. Also operative Luke Skywalker is terrifying. Um, so I mean I don't think I want to play it against another character heavy list if they have better answers for the box than I do, and a lot of them will. Yeah. So 
that's yeah cool kind of the long and short version the short version of that one love it i think we're on to you mike yeah so i guess i should probably talk about my thoughts now then yeah Uh, i'll start in reverse high level too with with I'll start in a reverse order. Um, I'll start against the the character base list that Nick mentioned. Um, I don't want to play that matchup. <laughs> what do you think um, about the? Sorry, just kind of before even the, the direct matchups. What? Like, that's fair. Of, of the objective, what are you? I think of? it's okay for me. Um, yeah. I do have some jump. I do have a Mando save. I do have a single point of bounty, so I've got a little bit of an influencing factor. Um, I've also got some pretty beefy shooting units. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of range three firepower that goes towards the center of the table there. So if anything does make a step forward or if anything is a little bit more exposed on the back end, I've got ways to kill it. So I, I don't hate it there, but I also don't have a lot of great box carriers myself. Um, the vets with the captains are really good at box carrying, but I really don't want them on my back line. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want them moving forward. I want them to be yeah. pushing shots. Um, obviously, my Mark IIs cannot pick up the boxes, and snipers are good at it. Um, but uh, do I really want to be grabbing a box that's potentially exposed with a two-wound unit that's a white save? I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like tough. danger zone I, rounds five and I, six. I, I know I don't. <laughs> yeah, like it, that's that's a tough one. It's Courage yeah. too, so if it does get corner peak shot, I can go grab it. Yeah. But it doesn't feel good, um, and yeah. it's not really something that I'm super happy about. So it's it's not my first auto kill um, list dependent, but yeah. it's not something that I have in my deck. Yeah, and if you see it in another deck, you probably don't want to play it because that list is probably better at it than you. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I think recover falls a lot into the situation of like hostage exchange and bombing run. That there are lists that are specifically designed to abuse a subjective. Mm. Yeah. And they break the rules of the game in a number of different ways to let. I them like be... to think they excel at it and not. Yeah, well, okay, it, yeah. Uh, same, yeah. same thing. So okay, yeah. so they they use their rules and their keywords to excel at this particular yes. aspect of the yeah. game, um, yeah. and it's generally only in those decks. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah. if you're seeing it as a red player, you're probably not very happy. Yeah. Just because you're not going to find another list, it's like ah, I threw recover in there. If it's a yeah. you know a serious tournament. Yeah. Um. So I probably. It's not like I said, it's not my first cut, but I'm not exactly thrilled to see it. Yeah. Any uh, any specific uh, considerations against any of our three archetypes? How you yeah, so I'll start with the speeders. I'm mm-hmm. kind of just run down side to side then. Yeah. Um, I actually like my list against the speeder list. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of units, my snipers excluded, that you can one-shot on my side of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a number of units on my side that can one-shot a speeder. Yeah. Um, whether that's the the vets with captain CM and offensive push, whether that's yep. that's Din, that's my ranged Wookiees. Like, I can I can put the hurt down on the spear. Yeah. So if you do come towards my you know my safer back boxes, I, I feel confident that I'll win that gunfight. Yeah. Um, whether that's a stab, a bark, a Z seventy four, whatever. Um, I also like I mentioned think that I'm in a better position to joust for that middle box. Um, the double exemplar Jedi gives me pause. I don't exactly want to be feeding them dodge tokens with a uh, Gemso and you know, standby sharing. So I'm not, I'm not thrilled about that, but I think if it comes down to a pure gunfight over the middle, I'm going to win. Yeah. So I feel happy about that. Um, in terms of like how I deploy against it, I, I definitely need to bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot leave my safe boxes too far away that the only things that are protecting it, like then don't influence that middle fight. Gotcha. So if you yeah, were to break up a really, really important point, having lost this objective a few times. 
yeah i, if I you, like how you clarify that if you break the board into the three by six feet that it is if you picture the boxes in the middle i probably want to be like two feet to the right so gotcha. roughly range three and a half to range four from the middle box is where yeah. i think i want to put my safe ones you're not going to shoot me round one mm-hmm. if you do you're going to expose your speeders to every single thing in my army mm-hmm. and i'm not so so far away that i can't influence the rest of the board so I think that's how I set up my deployments. Yeah. Um, if I do get stuck with this against the speeder list, I want to stick to things like long march. I want to stick to major offensive um, because you're not really going to be able to to get to the middle box much quicker than I am because your fast mobile units can't pick them up either. Yeah. I want to stay away from danger close, stay away from battle lines, etc. Yeah. Uh, Character-based lists like Nick's, um, I'm just straight vetoing it. Huh. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm worse off in every single aspect. Yeah. Our gun lines are relatively equal. He's got more bounty. Um, he has cunning. He's got Iden. He's got tax strike, things like that. Um, I just, I'm not playing it. Yeah. There's, there's almost nothing that a character based list outside of a Vader hostage um, would play that I just want to do more. So uh, I'm not going to go too, too far into that because if I'm playing recover against that, um, I'm, it, that's my fault and I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, you're you're right. You're right. I'm throwing right. at that point. It's, That's kind of what it comes yeah, down yeah, to. Yeah. Um but if if it does happen for whatever reason, let's say it's a Vader list and it's like recover a hostage. Um I'm just gonna try to set up a, a half crescent around the middle and I'm just gonna shoot the shit out of whatever comes close to it. Because yeah. I'm gonna need variants on my side to win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll put myself in the best situation to let that variance happen. Yeah. Uh, against a gun line, I actually feel really strong now. Um, hmm. If it's against yeah, an Imperial yeah. gun line that's got Imperial Boba Fett, I, I really need to look at the table and see what mm-hmm. edge I'm on and see where the boxes can go down, how our safe boxes look. Um, but if it's against like a regular gun line that doesn't have Imperial Boba, um, mm-hmm. like a CIS gun line or even a Republic one, um, I feel pretty good. Uh, Din's good at pushing three objectives at once here. Nick mentioned earlier that you know Din can kind of like guarantee a bounty and go towards safe boxes, but he's got three targets here. If I'm playing against another gun line, I can simultaneously threaten the middle, a bounty point, and the safe boxes, and I can do that relatively easily because of his like his flamethrower, his speed three, his jump two, um, and I think that gives me an advantage over a traditional gun line. Uh, so I feel pretty good here, and if my opponent has a gun line list and somehow this comes up, uh, I, I'm probably going to kind of angle towards it a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Um, deployment here is going to be rather aggressive. Uh, the ranged Wookiees are one of the few units that are capable of like one-shotting a four to five wound red save core unit. Yeah, um, Pikes notwithstanding. Yeah. So, you know, getting them into storms, into clones that may not have the full dodge set up, or even into black sun enforcers is, mm. is a really good position to be in, especially yeah. with the sharpshooter and the pierce. Yeah, I hate so, I hate running into Wookiees uh, with with any of my clone units. I, yeah, they I, don't I feel good. To... Yeah, like I love when I see a short trooper squad on the other side, and I can go with my Wookies. It's like cool. I'm gonna win oh, this fight because yeah. oh, I'm going after you. I'm gonna scale up. I'm gonna have the aim, and you're gonna die. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think I deploy a little bit more aggressively against the gun line and force the plays from the outset. If you go back and listen to our last episode when we talked about breakthrough, um, one of my main points was you need to set you being the player. You need to set the time of when the engagement starts. Especially yep. on something like Breakthrough, where it's very mobility focused, mm-hmm. Recover is slightly less so. Even though it does have moving objectives, mm-hmm. it's still a static point you need to get to. Yeah. So, in that same factor, 
picking when the engagement happens is still really important, but is a little bit more flexible because that that point is still, you know, it's solid. It's in one spot. Yeah. Whether it's controlled by a unit is irrelevant, but it's in, you know, X or Y position. Yeah. You you both have bounty in your list. Any uh does that how much does that play into your decision making around this? Um for me it plays into it a lot. Um especially with the single point. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think I have enough firepower that didn't doesn't need to be with my army. Okay. Um, I do have rule with respect, so I think Boba can kind of like anchor the army per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Din's a little bit more of like a lone hero here. I probably okay. don't play his command cards super early and try to time them so that I can go like turns three, four, five, or four, five, six for the for the Din cards mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff floating around right now that's just easy bounty target. Whether it's a Pike Capo, a Imperial officer, a Rebel officer, even Iden is a pretty soft target towards the end of the game if Din can shoot her two to three times with Pierce. Sure. Um, and then I also have the Overwatch independent standby bullshit that Rebel Boba brings. <laughs> so he gives me a little bit of flexibility for, uh, you know, playing Din later on to go score that bounty so that while Boba yeah. anchors my army, if I do need to pick up a box late game, it's very reasonable that I can do a move, move claim because I've got mm. the independent to move with a range three of the Sentinel. Yeah. And if his cards have been played early and, you know, He's in the bag, and he's got the independent, and Din has the face-ups. It, it, it feels like a pretty good position. Yeah, definitely. Nick, what does double bounty bring? You just start ignoring things? A lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can, like, in certain, in certain like, uh, scenarios, you can just ignore that center box and, yeah. like, you know, just go for bounties. Um, I've, like, I, I that's kind of what I did. When I played in and around Robin, like I yeah. kind of set Boba and Din up to flank and go around because he had two clone commanders. And I was like, I'm just going to oh, eat these clone commanders if I can get to him. And yeah, my gun line basically stopped him from getting the center box, just kept him off of it, kept him off of it until Boba and Din just went around and like, you know, just like beat beat the crap out of clone commanders, and collected bounties. Um, we I did end up collecting the center box in the end with a short trooper, but it was, you know didn't need it it's because you didn't have a ranged wookie it's because it's true (laughs) it's because i wanted i wanted three victory points (laughs) but yeah um it makes a big difference um all those like uh all the objectives that are like x like single victory points like bounties bounty points make such a big difference like vaps recover and yeah yeah, it's probably why i put it in my round robin deck (laughs) (laughs) totally but uh, yeah. All right, that was a great. One thing I noted, um, a little different from last week. I think uh, at best we got kind of like neutral <laughs> excitement about uh, about this from our three archetypes. What is a what what is an archetype that really likes this? Uh, you mentioned Mike. There's lists that are tailored for it. Uh, yeah. So um, the three that stick out to me the most is Maul Pike Spam, um, okay. especially if there's an AA five. Maul's got cunning. Pikes are really hard to kill. Maul has infiltrate if he, you know, divulges his two pip to discard it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really, really strong at it. It's, it can be tough to kill him and get that box back. Um, I think Din Sabine really, really wants it. Oh yeah. Um, we saw a few uh, Din Sabine lists in um, in Round Robin for Invader League, and mm-hmm. all of them, and I and I mean all of them, <laughs> have recover in their yeah. in their deck. Two speed three jumping mandos with some area of effect abilities is really, really strong. Yeah. Uh, and the third is actually Imperial Boba plus Commander X. Um, I think you mm-hmm. can make a case that like 
if you can build a really good boba callus list or if you could do an Iden boba list. Um, those are two lists that are just excellent at it. Yeah. Callus uh, brings the cunning aspect and um, mm-hmm. like the ISB investigation. And mm-hmm. Iden just brings Tax Strike and Inferno to go along with it. Gotcha. So I think those are the three archetypes. I'll say Imperial Boba plus X, Din Sabine, and um, like Maul Pikes. Yeah. And importantly, the Imperial Boba plus X uh, focuses on things that complement the recover, like you mentioned, Iden with or Infiltrate, the Tax Strike, I assume. Yeah. Ice, uh, ice, what are they? They are coming with that. <laughs> ISF. Yeah, the ISF. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I, as opposed really to Nick's. Imperial Boba plus Catalyst list. Um, so I'm not uh, sure that that doesn't fall into that category. Um, it's close. I know Nick it's and I close. might disagree yeah. with that, but if I see if Nick's on the other side of the table and he and I are just playing a game with these lists, if recover is an option, I'm not playing it. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That's totally fair. I kind of tend to fear. I fear the. Uh, I fear the Iden infiltrate a lot. Yeah. Um. So like, I really think that like, Iden, uh, Iden Inferno. Boba mm-hmm. with Recon Intel is probably the best at this. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's definitely Vader lists that are also pretty good at it too, because yeah. like he can do similar oh, things yeah. that he can to hostages. Mm-hmm. If you send something to the center box, like mm-hmm. Vader is the best goalie in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like it's like, he's the best goalie for hostage and recover, um, but he can't get there as, as quickly or as easily as Iden can or Boba Fett with Recon Intel can. Uh, and just, two things just you can put in the same army. Going off of that, I think they approach it as a goalie in two different ways. Vader is there. Um, Iden doesn't have to be. She can threaten it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she can threaten it with the attack strike card. She can threaten it with the incapacitate. Um, and I think that's where some of that more danger comes from. Because not only do you need to respect the positioning of where they are now, you need to respect the positioning of where three to four units are now and in the future when they yep. can move nine inches and take a more powerful shot than if they moved five and took a shot. Yeah. I mean, I think the best play, if you were playing Iden, ISF and Boba is you probably, I mean, you could bait them with Iden and infiltrate on the center box and then just play tax strike and, and like move away and like be like, Oh, I'm not actually going to grab this box. I'll leave it for somebody else, but I'm going to kill something before I leave. Like you could do something like that. Like, yeah. I think the it's danger... a little riskier, but you could, you could bait something out quickly if you infiltrate on that box. And if something's exposed, you could take advantage of it in such a way with your firepower. That's fair. Yeah. Definitely not plan a, <laughs> uh, no, it, uh, it kind of like I mentioned earlier that I need to bring variants into the fold. Um, if I'm going to win that setup, you can, you need to make some plays to try to like make a bait or make a weird play that the opponent might not see to try to make variants matter. So that if you can save hot for a turn or if, Yep. You know, you can do the better shooting when it's a move shoot than your opponent. You can you can pull ahead. Yeah. Cool. Well, really love that segment. What uh, uh what what objective are we going to commit to now without any thinking or pre planning for next time? So let's see. We've done we've done breakthrough, breakthrough and, recover. and recover. What's the thir- what was the third one in the core box? Not uh, so it's key positions and intercept, which we could probably do together. Honestly. Uh. Actually, yeah, that, maybe. Well, let's stretch the seems out. bold. Oh, it's actually, I think doing them together would feed into what has been a trap um, in my mind of okay. it, historically of, of of thinking that they're together and missing some really significant differences in, in how right. they play, especially with the timing of scoring. Um, let's, in that case, let's go with intercept next because I I think we can tie that into the comment that I just made about having like static objectives versus mobile yeah. ones. Yeah. So we'll yeah. just kind of like work our way down the line there. 
So I dig it. All right. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Everyone, thanks for listening uh, on and however you do. It's great that uh, Mike yeah. and I just really enjoy hanging all, out with you all. So. And to all our new listeners, welcome. Yeah. Love you. There's yeah. a lot last week, which is why we did the intros this time. We got a number of messages, so we appreciate you guys and girls reaching out to us. Yeah, everybody. Awesome. See you in a couple weeks. Kuzumo Senpa in my DeLorean. War's over on my peacetime Mandalorian. Historian stumps, Star Wars historians deep in debate, but they play at Benegas. Rhyme renegade, show to penetrate first and second defense. I won't hesitate, got a job to do when Darcy the guy the delegates got something against Skywalker. Someone he really hates, I don't give a fuck. I'm after solo for all I carry. Could be hiding Yoda's dojo. Gotta make the money, credit's no good. When a job is running shop in your neighborhood, think you can cook? I got a grappling hook. Let's make this quick, cause I'm really booked. I'm a devious agenda. A red defender of the devil shut down all the trash compactors on the detention level my backpacks got jets well i'm bola all that fat well i bounty hunt for java hunt to finance my vet well i chill in deep space a mask is over my face well i deliver the prize but i still narrow my eyes because my time i don't like to waste get down i'm a question rap inside enigma get inside a slave one find your home and signal from endor to hearth ripley to spark i'll find what you want but there's gonna be a cost say my name is boba fett i know my shit is tight Retired.